Good evening, trainers, and welcome to another episode of the 1334 Decks. This is take two of our opening, but you don't know that, but the fourth wall does. What did I say about breaking the fourth wall? Researcher Albert, how are you doing? What did I tell you about breaking the fourth wall? Okay, look, look, you put me in timeout for two weeks, uh, and so I was forced to look at the fourth wall. So now I know that it's there. It's I there. didn't put you in timeout for two weeks. The Rotom that was stuck in your laptop is what got <laughs> you out for two weeks. And it's not my fault that you decided to use a dark type oh. move, which ended up breaking your laptop to get the Rotom out, which in itself caused a whole slew of problems. But end of the story is it's not my fault. <sighs> you know what? I have a pressing question. A very pressing question. Did you play Masters at all this week? Um, Since the anniversary started, I did. I actually picked up the app, played it, was super happy because I did the red banner. It actually pulled red, so that was one of the trainers I wanted, but I've had like terrible luck with. So I finally got one. I'm not going to press my luck to try to get blue or green. I am not going to try it. I'm already hurting on gems. <laughs> I swear to you, I was like ready to go and be like, did you play Masters this week? And you were going to say no. And I was like, <laughs> I caught you slipping. Hey, I'm always on top of my game. <laughs> But you you did. Yeah, I'm not. That that game was downloaded on my phone the first week, and it has never returned since. But it always it's looks niche. great. Like, it's one of those things where you either like it or you don't. Um, some people kind of prefer more like the collecting aspect, you know, pulling the trainers. And they're pretty good. Like, if you actually take the time to do, like, the backstory stuff, like the little trainer stories, you get to learn a bit more about them. So it's, it's really interesting in that aspect. Like I've heard, there's like a lot of good things. Like I know um, I didn't finish um, Silver and Ho-Oh's story, but I heard it's like a really good one. The one right now with Cyrus and um, Palkia is kind of, eh, but there is a mix. Some stories are great. Some are kind of, they could, they could do better, but I mean, there's that to it. If you like, you know, getting the little backstories here and there. I, yeah, again, I hadn't played it or whatever, but uh, I saw some of the stuff on Twitter I've been more enthralled in uh, the TCG as of late. And I don't know if it's because I'm on that Darkness Ablaze high where, like, their set is so good and the polls are so good. And this was like a high poll ratio. I'm not this lucky. So I got eight packs and I went six for eight with either VMAXs or Full Arts. I got an Eternatus VMAX. I got uh, the Charizard V. I got a, I got a couple sets. I have I I can't remember them all, and I have them in sleeves. I have them safe. I have them over in my room, so I'm happy. But like I've noticed, like the pull rate is real high on these, and it's it's a fun set. Like I like it. And we're like what slowly coming up to Champions Path later this month. And if I'm remembering correctly, they announced the it's probably going to be the last set of the year, right? Yeah. All I saw was it had Zerud, Celebi. Gigantamax Pikachu, and I don't remember the other Gigantamax form it had. But yeah, it was. I can't remember the name. Do you remember the name? I got you covered. No, I'm just kidding. It looks like so Celestial. So the new Storm. name for the pack, which is our expansion i should be calling it is going to be dropping november 14th and it's called vivid voltage which i guess makes sense for featuring you know vmax pikachu in the set and i know they're saying there's a lot of other legendaries and mythicals that are going to be featured in the set so we might not have seen all of them yet but i know zarud was one of like the big focal points for this one I guess he's technically our first mythical pokemon for sword and shield they haven't announced anything else as of now maybe we'll get some shinies some the full art cards are always amazing to look at so we're not too too far off i'm looking forward to the champions path but that's just an elite trainer box set right 
Like, that's not, like, going to be its own... Yeah, it was... Kind that's, like, a special set, like I saw. I don't think that's going to that's gonna be, like, in stores at all. You can... It's only going to be, like you said, in those Elite Trainer boxes, or they're going to be in, like, those really big, like, packs that usually come with, like, a pin and a figure and, like, all that stuff. They're not individual boosters, like, the other, you know, expansions have been. I think the last time they did this was with um, the 25th anniversary. Or not 25th, the 20th anniversary. Was the 20th anniversary Shining Legends? Oh, man. Shining Legends was another one. I forgot about that one. Because I remember they, they were relatively close. Yeah. And they usually have some really great cards in those sets. Just I know at the time, um, Shining Legends, I never got those packs because I had the hardest time trying to find them. GameStop was always sold out, and I could never find them at Target or anything. Oh, see, I, I found them everywhere in here. Like, in my area, I found them everywhere. Shining Legends were real easy to find. You can find the Elite Trainer Boxes at um, Target. Like, even, like, I'd say about a whole, almost a whole, like, eight months after the set was pulled and done, you could still buy the Elite Trainer Boxes. Like, kind of like how you can with Crimson Invasion right now. You could you could still find those and just buy those left and right. Awesome. Now, I know some packs were always hit or misses, but eh, good to know with that one. At least I know where to go shop now whenever I want car to find packs. And then this week was the finals of, uh, what was the TCG Players Cup? Now, I personally, I'm very good at watching the competitions. Like, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at watching the company. I didn't watch it. This it's kind of hard. I know sometimes, like, it helps to watch, like, the VGC because, you know, we both play the main games. We have experience with battling. Like, for me, or I don't dabble with the TCG that much. It just doesn't pull me in that far. I mean, I'll probably watch some recaps on YouTube or I'll probably make some type of, like, summary video. But, I mean... I don't know, I've never been one to play TCG. I just like collecting the cards, so it didn't really do much to kind of pull me in. You and I like. I just didn't want to say it. I didn't want to look like the bad trainer that was like, I'm just not watching it because I don't really care. <laughs> I just said, oh, I missed it. Uh, but I let you out yourself on that. <laughs> you were uh, like, well, it didn't pull me in. I was like, well, okay. It makes me feel better. The researcher said it uh, didn't pull him in, so I don't feel as bad now. Hey, I mean, the TCG, it's got two aspects. You either play it or you collect the cards. So, I mean... We're just collectors more than play- or card players, so that works. But I have to ask you this. If Pokemon were real, would you be one of those weird people that would collect the Pokemon and the cards like that dude in the second movie? Uh, Put them in little chain chambers and stuff and like the legendary birds and stuff and try to harness their energy? Would you do that? No, because that's more creepy. I wouldn't. <laughs> that, that's a line that we would have to draw on the sand there. We are, we are not imprisoning Pokemon. <laughs> we are all for befriending pokemon we have we have good morals here on this show okay i just want the listeners know we have great morals on this show and we're not gonna put pokemon in captivity that's not that's not us right right researcher albert right right just be careful with the captivity thing because of the whole pokeball so yeah or choose your phrasing choose your phrasing well i hey 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 pokeballs are a nice home Think of how the guy had all the legendary birds. Those weren't Pokeballs. That was those were chambers. Those were like that's like being held captive. Yeah, that's like horrible. They're not your friends anymore. They're trophies. Considering it looked like they're electrocuting the poor birds while they're in there, and yeah, that villain or that guy wasn't exactly the See? best. Yeah, that's not us. <laughs> yeah, See? what? Uh, I just, I just, I got tongue tied. I'm sorry. I, I got these grape flavored pokemon fruit chews from the japanese store and they're like not high chews they're more like gummy bears and they're so juicy that like the build up is in your mouth and then you start like, getting tongue-tied and you bite your cheek or your tongue you're they're like, like oh. gushers when you like bite down just 
a li- but there's no jelly in it. But it's 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 a great treat, and it's just Pikachu's face. There's like five different Pikachu facial expressions on these little grape flavored gummies, and they're amazing. I highly suggest anyone who has a Japanese store or anywhere that's like an Asian uh, store that has like foreign candy, see if they have those. Those are amazing. Highly recommend. Yeah, I know that's one place I still gotta try when I go visit. Yeah, you know, one of these days. Yeah, you know, when some bad poker rest finally passes over. You've been hyping that place up a lot, so I gotta see if it lives up to the hype. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been going there since it opened like two, three years ago. That's that's like a normal spot for me. I am there every week to every other week. Um, it's expensive, but I love it. It's it's my spot. It just makes me want to go to Japan, Japan for real, because it's so clean in there. Ultimate shopping experience. I know they're advertising they're opening up a new Pokemon Center. I forgot where in Japan. I know there's some more. To the actual Pokemon Cafe, there's some more dishes that are coming. I think there was a... There's sodas. There was a Sobble, a Scorbunny, and a Grookey one that were going to be coming up pretty soon. Uh, I just keep seeing these things. I want to try them so bad, but we don't have money, and I don't think we're allowed to travel out of the United States for a good long while. So, to the Pokemon Center... I saw it, and it has Milotic as the mascot. Yep. I'm looking it up now to see, like, which one it is. And, oh, my goodness, I I need to stop watching videos of the Pokemon Cafe because I'm actually starting to get, like, like angry, like Paul. And I'm just trying to be, like, really, really upset because I'm seeing these great dishes and these awesome little, like, beautiful plates that I, I, I really want them, and we don't have them here. So I need to stop torturing myself. But I'm looking up the new <laughs> the new Pokemon Center. And uh, I just remember seeing the Milotic. Milotic or Milotic? How do you pronounce it? There are wrong ways, apparently. I go with Milotic. And when it comes to Pokemon pronunciations, I have a very simple rule. If I understand what you are saying, who cares how you pronounce it? As long as I know what you're able to describe to me, it's fine. It's the whole tomato-tomato thing. Like, As long as I can understand, we are good. If you're trying to pronounce something and it has no sounds like you have no idea what you're saying, okay, yeah, let's help you figure out you know, what Pokemon you're going for. But when it comes to pronunciations, as long as you can say it. It's the Rayquaza-Rayquaza debate. Because in one of the animes, they kept calling it Rayquaza, but then like apparently everyone calls it Rayquaza. Well, I think they want to go with Rayquaza because uh, the Quaza part for like Quasar, I think that's the logic behind it. I've always known it as Rayquaza. I heard it as Rayquaza, and then I started second-guessing myself. But then, it, so in the anime movie featuring him it was Rayquaza but then in like a later anime episode not you know in the like the mega evolution special it was Rayquaza and then in the advertisement for the movie we're all with Hoopa it was Rayquaza so it's like I'm hearing it and I think it's just depending on who the translation team is or whatever or the the voice acting team yeah. is but i'm just like i don't know which one it is quit confusing me so i i catch myself saying both of them at different times i know i've heard that all the voice actors whether it be for you know the english dub you know the original japanese dub or whatever you're going with there's apparently a book that all the voice actors are given and it's got all the pokemon and like the official this is how you must pronounce it for the show like there's like a continue continuity to it so i'm, I'm kind of curious i'd love to see one of those books because that's like the end all be all i think the best we can do right now is either how they say it in the anime or do you remember that app that the 3ds had i think it went up to like generation five and you could like tap on the pokemon it would give you like their moves and it was a pokedex pretty much we haven't got anything similar since but yeah that's i know one standard people use i used to love when they had those on the phone where like 
they had the update. I think they stopped at Gen 6. Yeah, never gotten the I remember Golden that. Dex or anything like that. Yeah, it was like Dexter or whatever. That was good. Yeah, I'm surprised they never brought that back. Like, at least a little while like handhelds, you can just, like, look up your Pokemon. I mean, I guess now with Pokemon Home, we have something kind of akin to that. But it's just lacking a little extra flair to make it seem like you actually have, like, a Pokedex in your hand. We're, we're this close to getting our own Rotom phones. We're, like, this close. So, update. I found the name of the Pokemon Center we were trying to figure out. It's going to open up in November, and it's uh, Kanazawa, Japan. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the mock-ups of it looks beautiful. Um, it's just a CGI picture and, you know, has has the opening, has Pokemon real big across the top of the, the walkway. But then it has the huge statue of the mascot and the Pikachu on the mascot right there at the beginning. It, lo- it looks nice. It's just a mock-up, so I'm ready for them to start building it, and I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, I'd love to Those are also incredibly fun to watch. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like Those are incredibly fun to watch. Just YouTube people like vlogging in a Pokemon Center in different cities of Japan. I feel like if I ever go to Japan, that has to be the last thing. I go do like the very final night because if that's the first thing I go, I'm going to be broke for the rest of the trip because I'm just going to buy everything in that store. That's why you have two credit cards. You don't use your debit card there. You use your credit cards there. You have your money saved for the trip and your debit card so you can eat and do all your stuff. And then you have a credit card for an emergency. You have a credit card just for shopping for the Pokemon Center. And then when you run out, you use the emergency credit card. Then you look like an oaf. You get back to home and then you're struggling with debt because you spent a lot of money there yeah i agree with you you have to save it last day couldn't say no to that like last pair of pikachu socks that you just like really really wanted have you ever have you ever done that though like you see something you're like i really want it and then you go and you get it and then when you get it you're like oh, i didn't really want this i guess like have, has that ever happened to you i've had that happen a couple times where I think in the back of my mind, I'm playing the whole, you know what? I'm going to buy this anyway, so let me just spend the money now. It happened at, uh, I want to say, Nintendo World. And I remember I was up there the whole time. So I, I went at least, at this point, three or four times. And this is back when the whole upstairs was was still a Pokemon Center. So it was all Pokemon upstairs. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I want this. I want. I forgot what it was. It was, it was a t-shirt, some, I think, some pins or something. And I remember I kept double checking. I was like, I really want this. I really want it. And then when I got it, I was like, mm, I should have got the other thing. I don't think I really wanted this. I think it's one of those things that just looked better. Like, because it was Pokemon, I really mm. wanted it. But then I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have gotten it. Uh, that's like on my bucket list. Like, if I ever go to New York, it's to go check out the Nintendo store. And I know it's not a Pokemon Center anymore. Or like, they're not at Center anymore. But they do sell official licensed Nintendo stuff. Or, sorry, Pokemon stuff. So, yeah, it's on the list. It'd be the same thing if I ever go to Worlds, like, get in line for that merch booth and just buy what I could. I tried it, too, when I went to GoFest, and people were dedicated for that line because people were apparently lining up at 3 a.m. in the morning to get a Pokemon or official Pokemon Center merch and all officially themed to GoFest. So that was one missed opportunity right there, but eh, I caught Pokemon, so that's what I was really in Chicago for, so can't complain too much it's it's a mess when it comes to pokemon merchandise and it's funny it's always at the conventions it's always at this like even at you know regionals and tournaments and stuff like i went to regionals but the worst part about regionals is they make you use this currency you can't just straight out buy it with your debit card you have to go drop x amount of money to access said currency so it's like microtransactions to buy the merchandise in the regionals like they had play mats. They had a really cool Pokemon Go uh, framed artwork for twenty five dollars, 
and it was when Gen 4 got announced. So there was Electivire versus Magmordar. And then you had the Gen 4 Pokemon on each side, and it was like a head-on battle, it looked like. And it looked really, really cool. And I was like, oh, because all I saw were the ones I really liked, and they were real prominent at the front. So you had Electivire, Magmordar, you had uh, Togekiss, and Honchkrow. And I was like, oh, I need this so bad. And I was like, I'll just pull out cash. And they're like, oh, you have to go buy a player's card or whatever. I'm like, I'm not about to go through this right now. I'm literally right here with $25 in my hand. Why do I have to do all this extra stuff? Made it difficult for no reason. Never got that picture, by the way. Gotta love the hoops and hurdles. Speaking of Pokemon Go. Just As I wait for you to get go on, but yeah. So I know one of the things that we got recently was we got a lot of updates. Um, first things first is we got all the pretty much events laid out for September. So we've got, you know, the usual, the raids. We've got spotlight hours. We've got a couple of special little events here mixed in here and there so i'm gonna see if there's any of this is actually gonna get you more interested to want to like play pokemon go more well i have a time i have a question for you before we dive sure. into it they because i know you mentioned it you mentioned it last week they increased the spawn rate didn't yeah they? um was one of the major things was they actually started boosting some of the spawn rates for pokemon so some areas where you may have only seen like maybe one pokemon pop up there's an algorithm to where i think it's like every well, I'm probably over-exaggerating it. Every five minutes, a new Pokemon spawns where you are. Instead of one, you might be seeing, like, okay. uh, maybe two, three. Some people saw, like, they went from, like, two Pokemon to where they have, like, a whole, like, menagerie popping up. So it's, like, seven, eight different spawns around them. So it's been adjusted. Um, it's benefited some people. So people that live kind of, like, the more rural areas have a few more spawns. So it's not... It doesn't feel as empty out there anymore. So... Get some good changes for the better. Hopefully that helped out some people. Keep a pr pretty active with this game, because with the new stuff that they're putting in, I mean, we'll get to some of the bigger stories in a little bit. They're really trying to get people to play this game. <laughs> Be very, very active with it. Yeah, no, the reason why I ask, because at my house, usually I only get three, maybe four spawns, and I'll open it up in the morning. I just, I do it every morning, just kind of kill time while I'm laying in bed, and there's 15 16 and as as a matter of fact i just caught a trico as we're recording right now <laughs> i just decided to pop it up but um yeah I, I was like oh yeah i think he said that they increased this so i just wanted to double check i had to check my facts if not i was just getting really really lucky and i didn't understand oh, no, why that spawn rate change is helping a lot of people so um a couple other little things that are going on um special research is changing so we're no longer getting scraggy we're getting a little in right if you didn't get a chance to do it during raids, you can just get one for free now. Just do research every day for a week and boom, get your little and write you. Or if you're like me, fingers crossed that you're going to get that nice shiny because he's got a pretty cool shiny. I like that dark brown combo with the bright yellow. I think it looks really sweet on him. I like Alolan Raichu's design so much. So I'm actually, oh, excuse me. Oh, guys, we're recording at, at like three in the morning. I'm just letting you know. Right, right. Three in the morning. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just Okay, look, look, you told me not to not to break the fourth wall. So I'm not breaking it. I just tried to move the fourth wall a little bit. So no, it's not it's not nine it's not three thirty in the morning. It's ten o'clock at night. And I'm old and I'm tired. I apologize. And guess what I have? Albert, you are on Zoom right now. What am I trying to catch right oh, now? Oh, that's a cute magic carp right there. <laughs> Lies. Why are you lying to people? I'm actually playing and there's something good for me. Like, come on. Liar. Yeah, you, you got a Charizard on the screen. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to catch that right now. So you see, I do still play from time to time. And then 
I get lucky, I guess. It's always after I talk to you, I get incredibly lucky. It's like you're like the, the go whisper. Uh, it works for everybody but me when it comes to shinies. But oh yeah, we got to get you your first shiny one of these days. That's not community day. Community days are pretty fair to find. No, I got a uh, shiny hypno. Um, and I I transferred it and I got it just random, like no, it was just no rhyme or reason. I just got a random hypno. Uh, and I got it. I want to say like the first month they ever introduced shinies or something, or like the second. I just found it out in the like it was one of the normal spawns, and I caught it and I put it in. Let's go! And I think it's actually on Sword and Shield now. It's docile, has a terrible nature, but now with Sword and Shield having all those wonderful candies and things I can get and elixirs, I can change it. Or mints, mints. mints. They have the mints. <laughs> Since you're still pretty much new to go, the raids that are coming up are, might benefit you because we have Heat Trend, which is going to end around the 10th of this month but coming in its place is going to be Cresselia then after that on the 18th is Articuno and then after that is Zapdos on the 25th all can be shiny so like for you that's still pretty new if you don't have these legendaries this is your chance to actually kind of get in there and at least catch one for your decks or if you're lucky maybe find that shiny which Cresselia is from what I remember is a real beautiful shiny I, that purple combo with the blue looks really nice I like Articuno that actually like more of a frosty ice blue to it Zapdos I mean, Niantic tried to make it look a little bit more obvious instead of just a slightly tweak of change yellow. At least it's a little bit of a darker yellow for Zapdos. <laughs> I saw the I saw the palettes for some shinies coming up, and uh, I was like, okay, all right, I see what they did there. It's nice. I like it. I I think I like their touch to it. I really do like their touch to it. I think uh, they need to send that out until the main stay tell game freak hey probably use these these look better yeah i know at least niantic they get in there and actually change the color palettes a little bit more so it's a little bit more noticeable that's one thing i appreciate them for um i guess other things you can kind of do to get you caught up um we have the spotlight hours that are back and since september's got five weeks we actually have five different pokemon so i'm just gonna run down these real quick um we got starting this week on tuesday you've got eevee Week after that, on the 8th, we have Hound Hour. We have Tentacle the week after that on the 15th. Spiro after that on the 22nd. And we end the day, the month out with Skitty on the 29th. All can be shiny except for Spiro. Spiro shiny is not in the game yet. So no look there. And of course, there's different um, XP bonuses. Things like double catch XP for like the EVs when he comes out. For Spiro, there's two times Evolve XP. There's double candies, there's double stardust, so it depends on what you're looking for, you know. If you want to get more into battling, you might probably want to do this, some of the stardust events. If you're just looking to finish the decks, some of those double candy events are going to be more your field. So you can kind of plan out your month from there. But yeah, the spotlight arrows always have those nice little benefits for you, so... At least they're trying to give you this little hour window. So they're usually from 6 to 7. So 6 to 7 p.m. your time is when these things will go on. And um, try not to get too, too caught up with some of these. Because I know everyone goes in expecting... Because increased spawn rates, that means the odds of you getting a shiny... In theory, sound good. But shiny rates stay the same. So they're not adjusted. So it's always important to be kind of careful with some of these. But yeah, go out. See what you can get. Maybe find the shiny. Do your best. I plan on it. I will actually try and hunt for one and i'll text you throughout the day and annoy you with a great power of annoyance to catch one of these shinies because uh the only reason why i'm playing so much is you on you know i'm a big gen gen 6 you know biased person i love that generation i think it's beautiful i think you know the region's great they had one of my favorite features 
things like that. And I'm not going to bleed the lead. I'll let you hop into it. But we kind of got some action going on over here. That we do. So the, one of the long-awaited features ever since we you know, got to Gen 5, knowing Gen 6 is coming up, Megas actually dropped last Thursday. They started coming alive. Um, what we began with was an introduction to some of them. We got some special research to actually ease us into the new mechanics. Um, it is different compared to how it actually works in the main games. There's some similarities, there are some differences, but yeah, we finally get to start working with and playing with Megas finally after, you know, waiting and seeing all these teases for it. So I guess the first thing to kind of go through is the way that the Megas work is you got to do raid battles for these guys. So they changed the whole raid system. It's kind of funny to me because what they did was usually raids, they either rank from a one star to a five star. What they did was the two and four stars, they dropped entirely. So they moved a lot of the two stars to the one stars. They moved a lot of the four stars to the three stars. And five star raids are still out there. But there are now um, mega raids as kind of like a new classification out there. And you can fight certain mega Pokemon. So right now, the only ones that we have introduced are, of course, the Kanto line. So it's both forms of Charizard X, Charizard X, Charizard Y, Blastoise, Venusaur, and... It's not in raids. You got to do special research for this one. Um, Beedrill, you can do as like a little introductory course. There's some special research that will give you what is known as mega energy. The mega energy, what they'll get from the research will get you the Beedrill. You will evolve it as part of it. it. They're pretty straightforward quests. It's nothing too demanding, I think. And you'll get at least some experience there. And then you'll have to be doing raids if you're going to want that Charizard, that Venusaur, that Blastoise. So you can get anywhere between, I think it's like 40 to 70 energies. It's very based on how fast you can knock out that raid pokemon and of course depending on that whatever however long it takes you to do you'll be rewarded with like a certain amount of energy i've liked them um i so far have been averaging maybe about like 40 to maybe 55 energies so right now it takes about 200 for every pokemon to actually be able to go mega and I'm getting closer to Charizard right now. I haven't done any Blastoise raids or... No, I've done like a Venus... No, I've done like one or two Venusaurs, but I'm, I'm slowly inching up to that Charizard. So yeah, have you had a chance to try out the raids yourself yet? Or at least the Mega raids? No, not not even. Uh, I just I, I just haven't. I saw the news break and stuff and I'll start uh, dabbling with it a little more as, it's, as it gets crisp. Because I know right at the beginning sometimes things are wonky and not all figured out all the way. Um, but I had a question. I didn't see which ones were announced because i heard not all of the megas are available yeah so the ones that i just listed off are the only ones that are available right now so what they're gonna do is i think you can correct me if i'm wrong there's maybe like 50 ish megas in total for some reason 43 screaming to me but i don't know if that's the official number of megas total but yeah they're gonna be introducing these most likely in waves so of course to start it off you go with the like the original Pokemon, the ones everybody knows, you know, the first generation that we all started with, or mostly all of us started with. So we have those for now. We don't know how long they're going to be around. And then I would assume probably come October, maybe we'll see some ghost Pokemon take the Mega Raid spotlight. And maybe every month we'll be kind of be like rotating through these Megas. Um, there's still a lot we don't know about the update and like what features might be coming because i know one big concern i saw was how we're going to be able to get energies once these pokemon cycle out like do we have to wait for like another special event or is it that's it 
you know, the, as much energy as you stockpiled is all you're going to be able to play with. But we're still learning. It's a process. This is, like I said, it's a, literally a brand new update. It's not even a week old. So we're slowly kind of getting into it, you know, kind of learning more as we go. So yeah, I, I would foresee more megas being tied to a lot of events that are coming up, which is fine to me. That, that makes total sense because if they were to drop all of them, that is... That's too many raids for us to do at once. So I like this low pace, like three, four every month or so. Like this is doable. Like we can handle this. All right. So, so you actually answered my next question of uh, how do you want them to bring them in? And you said in, in packets, which would be better, like more like little, little groups that come in more and more. And I was actually, I don't know if I was more shocked that Mega came first before Gen 6. But I then again think about it remember when mega evolution was first ever announced of course the first thing we saw was mewtwo which we thought mew was three. Mew yeah, three. that was the long-running joke no one knew what was happening like we're just like the first little bit of information we get is you see the the sphere break out with the, the light shining through it and mewtwo changed and we're like, what just happened? And then the next week, they had all the Kanto stars. So, you know, in all honesty, I think, yeah, it, I'm not so shocked that Mega came before Gen 6 came and go. Just for that for that reason. Because that's how they advertised it, too. Is they showed you the reinventing of Gen 1. Yeah. And it was neat. But do you remember those moments? Do you remember how cool that was? Like, think, just think back to 2012, 2013. When we, when we get to sink our teeth in. And we got the that news. The internet crashed. The Pokemon community was healthy, extremely healthy at that point. Like the Pokemon community now is not as healthy as it was then. Um, but it really like everything stopped. We we're like, okay, we something massive happened because you saw the Mewtwo thing. And so I remember one of the rumors I heard is that all the remember the quote unquote Poke gods, the Pika Blue and the the Mew 3 and yeah. uh, the the one Germany had with Alakazam, they were all going to be made. I think that was the, that was the joke or the the rumor after they announced the Mew, the Mega Mewtwo Y is that all the Poke Gods were being made for this new game. Yeah. As a nod. Uh, I got to love the early 90s rumors when it comes to things like the Poke Gods or Pika Blue. But yeah, I think that's all we got. Like as an announcement that, hey, Gen 6 is coming or is in development was, I remember the Mewtwo picture and then I think we got a picture of Sylveon and that was it for a while and nobody knew what like Sylveon, or we knew it was an evolution to Eevee, but everybody was thinking like, Sylveon was later. I think Sylveon came right after they, I think it was the same announcement as the starters, to be 100% mm -hmm. honest. Because I know we got the we got the mega teases with the the starters. I want to say a month or two before we got any other information. So we were sitting on just the announcement of mega evolutions without knowing it was called mega evolutions for at least three weeks. It was it was crazy. Is, is that your favorite game mechanic? Megas at the time, yeah. But right now, I'm kind of digging um Gigantamax forms a little bit more, but. Mega's pretty now, close. Are you liking the Gigantamaxes more for how they're used or for the raids? Because the Gigantamax and the uh, Dynamaxing stuff, I think it's neat, but the only purpose it serves is for raids. I don't really care so much about it. It's like Z-Move. It's like once it's gone, no one's going to care. Like it's It's just there. 
I think it's brilliant for raid battles, though. I love it for raid battles, but as far as battling itself, I just the Gigantamax is like, you know, it's whatever. When it comes to things like versatility, I like it because even watching things like the VGC, the way the competitors have been able to like use it and kind of outplaying their opponents, knowing when which G-Max moves to use to set up the field to help their partner Pokemon out, like there's a lot you can kind of do with that setup or those different variations of different types of moves that are out there and the ability to like it doesn't have to be a Pokemon with the G-Max form. It can be a Pokemon that can at least Dynamax, and even that Pokemon gets a little bit more versatility than, you know, the one with the special form. But I do like Megas, though. I mean, G-Max for me is taking it. It's like a very narrow margin by it's, that it's taking it, but, I mean, Megas are pretty close to it. And, I mean, the way that they've been able to implement it here in Go has been almost what I would expect. It's I kind of like the fact that we have to work for it. Like, if they would have just said, like, hey, go to the shop, spend like oh like two bucks and we'll give you like a blastoiseite or here get like the canto starters like mega stones for like five dollars that wouldn't be as much fun to me like i like the fact that we kind of had to work for it like we're not just being gifted it like i kind of like this aspect to it like this is what i would have expected them to do but i know that kind of opens the door because i know a lot of people are feeling a little you know I guess maybe left out or a little bit annoyed with it because they feel like they there's almost like a bit of a paywall that's being established with this, but... That's what I read. I, that's kind of what I took from it uh, when I read it, and I'm not... And this is what you and yeah. I talked about, okay? Because you, you are a very, very... You, you are in the deep end of the pool kind of player. A lot of people with Go, Go is kind of just that thing where people get together and they like to have fun and it's casual. Um, there are a lot of players just like you, though. But then I will give you the argument that there's more casual than there are uh, really invested players. So that pay thing, when you give us a game that says it's free to play, it's free to play, there's some microtransactions if you want but they basically give you an opportunity to unlock everything or do anything for free. They like they, they did, and that's how they advertised it and stuff like that. I can see where a lot of people are upset about the the paywall that they're doing for Megas. I can see it, but I also understand yours where you don't see it's too much of a big deal. But that's because you're already invested, so you don't mind spending the money. But the casual players like I don't really want to spend money because I was told I'm not gonna have to spend money for this game. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I mean, for people like me that, like, really love it, it's something that, you know, I don't mind spending, you know, a little bit of money to get a couple raid passes. And, you know, I've got my core group of friends where we have, like, a texting tree between, like, the four of us to where we know we can handle a lot of raids. So if one of us can actually, you know, goes out, finds the raid, and we're already texting the other ones, like, hey, are you free to be able to do this? So, you know, we've got, like, our network. Like, we, I've got a group that I can kind of rely on. I can see the issue, you know, if you live, like, in a smaller town. You and me are both, like, fortunate that we live in areas where, you know, we've got healthy communities. But for somebody that, like, lives, like, in the middle of nowhere, yeah. I could see where it's... Like in Lubbock, Yeah, Texas. some of like, so, those very... So. <laughs> Lubbock, trust me, they have tex the Texas Tech campus. They're good. They, they're probably, like, a thousand Pokestops there. But that's my train of thought. <laughs> oh, there we go. But, like, for, like, people that live, like, those, like, little <laughs> cities that, like, when you're driving, like, there's a couple of them that I'll go through, like, when I'm heading to San Antonio, where I could kind of see where there's an issue where you might have, like, one gym and maybe two, three Pokestops. If that, I could see where you might feel a little bit limited in that aspect. Like you only have that one area, but I mean, that's where things like, I know the remote, the remote raids or passes are starting to become a little bit more helpful. I mean, there are communities you can join and um, there is a way you can still get the megas. Um, it's going to take a little bit of work. I mean, you do get one free raid pass a day. 
and you get up to technically you get up to two if you don't use it one day so that's kind of an option that's available to you um i know sometimes it gets really easy to kind of get like wrapped up in the hype of it and like i gotta be a part of this i gotta be a part of this but there's a healthy way you can actually take it where you can still use those free raid passes there's the opportunity to you can try to take over gyms and get coins with that i know there are play testing features right now in australia where um, you can get coins just by doing daily tasks little missions like catch pokemon defeat um team rocket grunts that's still experimental so i know niantic is like playing around with that so eventually whenever that's like a worldwide feature that might help some players be able to like collect coins and be able to like afford the remote raid passes it's there's options out there like it's it's important just i think to me at least to set up that line or that barrier between like you don't necessarily have to have this now like you can still kind of you know do your daily raid you can have your, your process almost like you're like part of your daily routine that's something that's always out there too but I can understand like a little bit of frustration because I mean, if like Mega Charizard is your favorite, you want that thing as fast as possible. Because I'm already doomed. The second Mega Lucario is released, I mean, I'm gonna be hunting that one like crazy because you know how much I love Lucario. And right now, uh, one of the benefits to the Mega Raids is you defeat the Pokemon, so you defeat the Mega Charizard. After the raid's over, you have a chance to catch a Charizard, and right now, like they all can be shiny. So I had a buddy that we did a raid, and he got a shiny Charizard for as a reward for his raid. So I'm doomed. Because I don't have a shiny Riolu or a shiny uh, Lucario in the game yet. So once that's a raid, I'm going to be doing a couple of those looking for my shiny Lucario, which, knowing my luck, I might not find. But I know um, Niantic announced as well that they are listening to the feedback. So they kind of heard people's you know, complaints with the system and everything, and they're looking at ways to better implement some of their features. They did say they have some things in the pipeline. So there are some events that are coming up that... At the time of us recording, I only know the basics to them, and when they go on, I don't know any specifics to them yet, or none of us do. So, like, I know this coming week, starting on Tuesday, you know, when this episode goes live, from September the 1st to the 7th, we actually have a, a tease of people being able to do raids and collecting as much raid energy as possible. What that means, I don't know. Maybe there's going to be some bonuses, so they'll be throwing out a little bit more energy as rewards for, you know, like, the Pokemon that are... The Mega Pokemon that are in raids right now. Um, the week after that, we're going to be seeing a event where they want us to be battling with our Mega Pokemon more. So I guess that kind of makes sense. That you have a week of you know trying to collect as much energy as possible. The week after that, you're going to be using that energy to do you know um, Team Rocket battles, gym battles, trainer battles. Um, you can't use it in the Go Battle League yet. I know that one of the events is on the 24th. There's a Go Battle Night where you can do up to 100 battles. Um, if you're looking to kind of increase your rank, that's a great opportunity. But you can't use Mega, so that one's out for there. And then the week after that, on the 22nd to the 28th of September, there's something about um, becoming buddies with your Mega Pokemon. Again, we don't know any specifics. I mean, for all we know, there could be maybe another new raid boss added. There could be some special spawns, some other ways to collect Mega Energy other than, you know, doing the raids. So we'll see. This is kind of like one of those stories we're following for now. We don't really have any specifics, but something we can watch. And, you know, next time we record, we can hopefully have talk about these, these events a little bit more. So, yeah, like I said, I'm overall, I'm pretty happy with this. Like I, I like the update. I think it's fun. Um, it's what I would expect. Um, it's new. So there's a couple little hiccups and glitches that are out there right now. But to me, you never really know how something's going to work until you release it to the masses. And now that's released to the masses. This is their time to where they can like analyze what's going on kind of plan and figure out adjust update as needed so i'm looking forward to seeing what this is going to become i want to talk a little bit about 
just the impact of Mega Evolution, period. Because that, that was so game-changing that we got something like that when it got announced. And so it kind of reminded me, like I said, I'm biased, 6th gen, all this stuff. It reminds me of fond memories. Do you remember the copious amount of, I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but there was a, like a, a bundle of Pokemon that always got thrown in for Mega Evolutions. Who deserved a Mega Evolution? Who didn't? I want to ask you, give me three Pokemon you truly believe deserve a Mega Evolution. So for my list, I would say Arcanine, just because I like Arcanine. Luxray, I feel, needed a Mega Evolution too. And I feel like Milotic, or Melodic would be another one that should get a Mega as well. I know there's stories about, um, I don't know if you've heard about this one, uh, Mega Flygon was a thing, but because nobody could settle on a final design, they cut out Flygon, so Flygon's Mega never made it to the game. They could just couldn't settle on anything, so the poor little guy got the short end of the straw there, and his Mega just wasn't meant to be. But yeah, those would be my three, Arcanine, Luxray, and Melodic. Yeah, I heard that story, and uh, it was disappointing, like, I, I want Yon Mega just because the name Mega is in its name. I feel it'd be brilliant to have a word vomit name like Mega Yon Mega. I would agree with you. It's something they should do just for the pure like pun to the name you could do. Like I feel like that would be a good one right there. <sighs> what are the other two? I wanted a like a Mega Togekiss. I just felt like Mega Togekiss should have been a thing. I don't know how it would work, but like a Mega Blissey? Like, we already know how high the HP is, but could you imagine if it's more? You just want yeah. an impenetrable wall. I wanted nightmare <laughs> fuel. Yeah, nightmare fuel. Let me just, let me have soft-boiled and all this other stuff. And it doesn't Bell end. The and... battle just goes on and on and on. Like, it's literally who I'm can saying. last. Like, just the, she the sheer battle of wills right there. You know how many people would have a team designed literally just to to kill out the timer? That would just run timer and stall out? They win because because they had, they ran it to it the distance. It would go the way of Mega Rayquaza. Just th this is too, way too much than we had anticipated. Let's just ban it. Like that's all we can do is just ban the thing, so it doesn't cause us problems. We're not having to wait the full timer for battles at official competitions. Let's just wait it out. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I, I'm really looking forward to it. And like I said, this is that's the reason why I'm gonna get back into Go and stuff. And uh, I, I like I told you, like I told you a couple days ago, not everyone is like you, so. We'll see how this goes, and let's see if they, they change that whole paywall mechanic to it, um, or at least lighten the load. I'm sure they will. I mean, like they said, they've already posted about it. Yeah. Is there a Mega that you're looking forward to? Like, I know for me, like I said earlier, Mega Lucario is the one that I really, really want. I'm really looking forward to when that Mega comes out. So is there one that you're looking forward to? If there's one I'm looking forward to, my favorite Mega, period, uh, because of a competitive uh point i'm i'm obsessed with mega kangaskhan that is my favorite mega i love mega kangaskhan I, I just like it's the most simple design it's really easy also i do like mega pincer i think it looks so neat so i i might i might i would say i look i would look forward for a mega pincer i think that might be one and then swampert just because mudkip is my favorite starter and so I love that starting line. And then I used Mega Swampert in my Auras playthrough, which I am replaying through on 3DS because I have not found a viable ROM uh, hack to play randomizers on my laptop yet. But yeah. So yeah, Swampert. I was almost expecting you to say Mega Mewtwo because I know Mewtwo is one of your like all-time favorite Pokemon. So. I don't have it on go. That's the one. I don't have it. 
every time I've ever gone to, or every time there has been a Mewtwo raid that's been accessible, I'm always doing something else, or I'm nowhere near it. Oh. Like I just, it just, I've never had that luck. I've never had that luck to get it. I had one of my friends say they would tra- trade me for it, but like it, we needed a lot of Stardust and friendship at that point. I didn't realize I didn't know how the whole game mechanic worked. <laughs> I was like, oh, forget it. I don't want it anymore. I feel like Mewtwo is going to be one that they save specifically for the 25th anniversary. Like I got the, f- I've got that feeling that they're going to wait for that event to come before they give us Mega Mewtwo. I can, I'll co-sign with that. I could agree yeah. with you. And then. I mean, like I said, I'm pretty sure for next month it'll be probably Mega Gengar, maybe Mega Sableye, and maybe uh, Mega Bayonet as well, because they're like some ghost types that makes it up for the whole October thing. We'll take it from there. Maybe like it'll be two, three Pokemon or Mega Pokemon as we go along through the months for, I guess, however long is needed up until we get to next summer when we get Gen 7 introduced and whatever the heck they do to introduce Z-Moves to this game, if they bring Z-Moves to this game, but we shall see. We shall see. For sure, a lot to look forward to. Well, Albert, I have some big news. Right now, with our main show, the 1334 show, uh, we have a shop on Teespring, teespring.com slash 34... See what happens when I eat these Pikachu gummy snacks? Um, Teespring.com slash 1334 show. We have masks, coffee cups, die-cast stickers, t-shirts. We're working on hats and things like that. Um, I would like to announce... We are currently in production of 1334 Dex merchandise. So shirts will be available within the next two weeks or so. I'm still trying to uh, work on all that stuff. I'm trying to get all the schematics done and everything like that. And uh, we will start selling merchandise through the 1334 shop um, with the Dex merchandise. Awesome. And so listeners, trainers, we, we, we got action. Yeah, we got those things coming. And hopefully I'm going to be able to do some photo shoots. So that way we can have some like pictures of... The merch for the 1334 show, for the 1334 decks, and if, don't worry, trainers, I'll be putting those links in the show notes, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be advertising them, too, once we get everything settled and we can actually post a link up there. So be watching our Twitter and, you know, checking our social medias, because we'll be getting that information out to you guys. Yeah, so just stay yeah, tuned. So I guess kind of, speaking of, Twitter like brings us to our big topic of the week to kind of wrap things up here. So the big question that I'll go ahead and just throw to you, trainers, is pretty straightforward pretty simple question here just what's your favorite mecha pokemon you know is it something like one of the legendaries something like rayquaza or maybe kyogre or is it you know another one you know maybe maybe mega kangaskhan or you know maybe mega lopunny or maybe the lega hoenn starter you know whatever we just want to know you know what's your favorite mecha pokemon and you know why is it your favorite mecha so like i said twitter is going to be one way to get a hold of us at the 1334 decks you can also get a hold of us by email by sending us an email at the 1334 decks at gmail.com those are the best ways to get a hold of us and always look forward to seeing your responses trainers Yes, trainers, I don't have a tagline today. I'm going to say train on, and I'm going to let Albert take us out because he's much better at this than I am. All right, well, trainers, uh, going with our always classic sign-offs, they're from Steven Classic and from me, researcher Albert. We will see you next time, trainers. Bye.